Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mic is on. Take two. There it is. All right, here we go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And you can actually, if you want, watch this episode on YouTube. Normally, I only do the audio version and just put it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. But yesterday, I just had the idea to just start recording the video version. I don't know why I didn't do that before. You know, some people like to watch a podcast and not just listen to it. Like me, if I have to choose between... Just listening and watching, I would like to watch. I sit on YouTube and literally watch two people have a conversation or even just one person on camera and watch them talk. For some reason, it's more engaging, more interesting to to watch than it is just to listen, depending on the situation. But anyway, if you want to watch me just talk to the camera, then you can go uh, to YouTube, search for The Life in English Podcast. Uh, you should be able to find the channel. The logo on the YouTube channel is the same as the podcast logo. So hopefully you can find it. But anyway, that is not the point of this episode. Not even close. Not even closely related. What I want to talk to you about today is uh, an experience I had this weekend. Because I've been talking about this a lot lately, which is the fact that you need a partner in crime. You need to find a language partner if you want to take your skills to the next level. Just find somebody you can talk to on a consistent basis. So I had some free time this weekend and I was back on that app Tandem. I told you about if you if you follow the podcast regularly, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But Tandem is just a, a language exchange app like HelloTalk or iTalkie or so many others where you can just find somebody to talk to. And this woman sent me a message basically asking me if I would be interested in a language exchange and asking when I would be available. And I told her, I'm, I'm not doing nothing right now. We can we can talk. So we get on the phone. And it starts like most language exchange conversations. The basic, like, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, why are you learning my language? Stuff like that, right? I mean, it was pleasant, but it was just the basic stuff. And um, it quickly went from 
just a pleasant, normal conversation to something different. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, we were, me and this woman, we were talking, again, about just the basic stuff. And at one point, she told me that she was a doctor, a general practitioner, which makes me even more sad when I think about this story. But anyway, you'll see what I mean in just a second, hopefully. So I'm talking to this woman, and we started talking about uh, travel. We both love to travel. And I was just telling her, like, I would really love to go back to Brazil whenever I get the chance. Obviously, once the pandemic ends and, you know, things, let's say, go back to normal, quote unquote, um, I would love to go back as soon as I get the chance. And then that kind of took us in the direction of talking about, you know, the pandemic and um, everything that's been happening, which is generally a subject I try to avoid with most people because for some strange reason it's become something like a controversial topic and people are just really sensitive about that type of subject for whatever reason people get their feelings hurt really easily so i and not only that but the average person including myself is so uneducated that we're really not in a position to be speaking about a lot of these things like the efficacy of a vaccine or um, the economy or what people should and shouldn't do. We're not really in a position to speak on a lot of these subjects, I believe. So I really only talk about stuff like that with, you know, close friends that I trust and that I know are open minded, that I know we can just exchange ideas. Nobody has to be right or wrong. But if I don't know the person, I generally just kind of stay away from certain subjects because it generally doesn't end very well. But anyway, we kind of went in that direction of the pandemic and the vaccines and shit like that. And uh, she she just started to kind of like educate me on all that stuff. The pandemic, particularly vaccines and stuff like that. And she was saying, um, yeah, I know that uh, almost everybody in the United States has been vaccinated. And you guys have better vaccines. And I was like, who told you that? She said, oh, yeah, I, I heard it on TV that um, most people have been vaccinated. I also heard it on Twitter. Twitter. I said, oh, so you get your news from Twitter? I said, yeah, yeah, I follow a lot of American news channels. And, you know, the American news channels are so much more trustworthy, more credible than the news channels like here in Brazil. You know, even your president said that most people have been vaccinated, your vaccines are better, and uh, he's doing everything he can to make sure everyone gets vaccinated. And me, being me, I was like, oh yeah, because presidents never lie about anything, right? Just ask your president. She was kind of quiet. <laughs> but anyway, we, we continued the conversation, and she just continued to explain to me that, you know, the American vaccines are better, they're more effective, uh, than the vaccines in Brazil because Brazilians only have access to the vaccines made in China or Russia or something like that. And you can't trust the Chinese and the Russians, um, according to her, because she said their news sources aren't as credible because the government controls the media. Uh, they don't have the same technology. They don't have just access to the same quality of stuff to make better vaccines like the Americans do. This is what she said to me. I said, well, how do you how do you know that? 
Where are you getting this information? Well, they say it on the news. It, I mean, so many different news channels say it. I said, yeah, but how do you know what they're saying is true? So well, I just know they're they're very credible. Right. Yeah, but maybe okay, maybe you believe what they're saying, but how do you know it's true? She said, Well, I guess I don't. I just believe them. So, oh, okay. So they could be wrong. Like maybe what they're saying isn't accurate. She was just quiet. And you can kinda like at least me, you've had enough conversations, you can start to feel when somebody's kind of like pulling back or checking out of the conversation because maybe that you said something they didn't like or you offended them or they're just not interested anymore. Whatever the reason is, you can kind of just feel it. And I was feeling that. But the conversation continued. And um, as I started to question like where she was getting her information from, how she knows these things are true, uh, she said, have you been vaccinated? And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's a pretty personal question to be asking a stranger. No? It's none of your fucking business, you know? Like, imagine, you, you walk up to somebody, excuse me, ma'am, like, have you, do you use birth control? Excuse me, sir, do you have AIDS? Excuse me, sir, have you ever had an STD? Have you ever gone to rehab? None of your fucking business, who are you? You know what I mean? I just don't think it's appropriate. It's not a big deal to me. I don't mind answering the question, but like to just be asking strangers about like their health situation, what they do with their bodies, it's none of your fucking business. First of all, maybe I'm tripping. That's just my opinion, but it's none of your fucking business if I've been vaccinated or not. It's none of your business. But anyway, um, I told her no, I haven't, like most people here, and she um she said, Oh, are you anti vaccines? We have you know, I we have a lot of people here like you that are anti vaccine in my country. Dumbass thing number two that you've said in the last two minutes, ma'am. Uh <laughs> and I was kinda of, people like me. Like me. No. I said, No, I'm not anti vaccine. I think vaccines are great. It's like the way I understand it, it's the reason we don't have a lot of, let's say, viruses or illnesses or diseases that we had in the past. Vaccines are awesome. I just don't think it makes sense to believe every single thing that my TV says or that I see on social media. I believe in like research and um, seeing evidence that something is true. I believe in, you know, like analyzing facts and things like that. I don't think that makes me anti-vaccine. I just don't believe everything I see or hear. She was like, mm, I understand. I said, yeah, and we, we got a lot of people like you here as well that, you know, kind of just believe whatever the news says. And, you know, they're pretty they're pretty attached to their opinions and things like that. And they think everybody should be vaccinated. And that's it. No questions asked. And she was quiet. And at some point, um, I don't remember exactly what was said after that, but it was probably a two or three minute exchange talking about, you know, the vaccine and news sources and things like that and what people should or shouldn't do. And I really wasn't sharing much of my opinion on what people should do or um, 
anything like that. I was really just listening more than I was speaking, just asking her questions like, how do you know that? Simple questions. How do you know that? Where did you hear that? What if that information is wrong? That type of thing. Just starting what I thought was going to be a debate. Just seeing like, where are you getting this information from? How do you know it's true? And the more I questioned the things that she was saying, the less she would speak. The less things she had to say. She just got quieter and quieter. She would engage less and less. And I don't remember the last thing that was said. Again, I don't remember the end of the exchange. But, um, oh yeah, she was basically telling me again how the the news sources in the United States are so much more credible and trustworthy <clears throat> and stuff like that. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And it was quiet for a second. And she said, okay, well, it was nice talking to you. Good night. And just hung up the phone. And I don't know, maybe, hopefully, I I didn't think before I started recording this. I'm just kind of telling you the way it happened, what I remember. Uh, and this was yesterday, by the way. And it just made me think, like, what the point of this episode, I'm finally getting to it after, what, 12 minutes. The point is, it just made me think, what happened to just normal, healthy, respectful debate? What happened to that? Just being able to sit down and have a, a open, respectful conversation um, with somebody that thinks differently than you. It's happened so many times, especially when you talk about like these type of controversial subjects. You find somebody that just thinks differently than you. And a lot of times the person, I can't say the person, maybe it's me too. Like I said, I'm also not, when I say people are uneducated or ignorant, I'm in that category too. Let me make that clear. But I'm just saying a lot of times you talk to people and it's like, they have this idea in their head of what the truth is. They have these people in their lives that they listen to, that they get information from. And anything that contradicts that is just unacceptable. Like for some strange reason, people can't listen to an opinion or a point of view, a different way of thinking that contradicts their way of seeing things or thinking about things or what they believe. And if you start to not even express your opinion, but simply question theirs, then they just shut down. They get they get anxious. They get, you know, offended. They get indignant. Sometimes even aggressive or rude or whatever it is. They just, it makes them uncomfortable. The fact that you are questioning their information sources or their not even their belief system, just the things that they believe. Not questioning them, but asking them to explain it. That's a better way of saying it. Just asking them to explain themselves. And they just shut down. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're an asshole. You'll hear that a lot. If you're if you're interested in open debate and you don't agree with somebody that is not interested in open debate, generally you'll know that the conversation is about to end or you'll know that this person is full of shit once they start calling you names. You're an asshole. I know people like you. I've talked to so many people like you. You're ignorant. You're this. You're that. 
they have nothing to say about your arguments or your questions or what you're saying. They're just, you know, insulting your character at that point. Conversation's over. You know what I mean? And that's basically what happened yesterday. And it just made me ask myself, what the fuck? How? Something as simple as a vaccine or the credibility of a news network. We can't even talk about that. Can't question these things. We can't respectfully disagree on these things. It's weird, man. It's weird. Like, when did people become so fucking weak? Mentally, I mean, in terms of their character. To the point where you can't even hear, like, an opposing opinion. You can't even sit and have a debate with somebody. You can't explain yourself. And that one, that one, that last one is key. Because when you, when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. When you don't have any facts or evidence to support the things that you are saying. You know that you can't participate in a debate. Which is generally why most people check out of the conversation right at that moment. They don't want their belief systems, their opinions, or their information to be tested. Or questioned in any way because they know they can't support it or defend it. And once you start to question it. You're basically, how can I express this? It's like this little cardboard house that they've built around themselves that represents their world. It's almost like you're coming and just knocking it over. If you just start to question the things that they think or believe, it's like everything that they wanted so badly to believe was true isn't true anymore and then they're kind of just lost it's like well shit what now and people try to avoid that at all costs being proven wrong and the thing about debate is it's not about being right or wrong it's just about exchanging ideas like this is my perspective this is why I think this way this is what led me to this conclusion and here's your perspective which led you to this conclusion or whatever it is and then we consider each other's point of view and that's it it's not like at the end of the day I'm right and you're wrong. The point is to def- defend my have my position tested, be forced to defend it to see is it as credible and solid as I thought it was before this conversation started. And you should do the same thing. And maybe just maybe we learn something. Even if we end up disagreeing at the end of it, at the end of the debate, we we our minds have not changed because that's not the point to change people's minds. So even if our mind hasn't changed, even if we don't think any differently than we did before, that's fine. But the conversation was. We had the conversation. We listened to each other. It just seems like people don't want to listen to each other anymore. I only want to hear. People that agree with what I agree with, I only want to consider things that sound good to me if it contradicts what I think or believe if it doesn't sound good to me fuck that they're an idiot they're stupid they're part of the problem they're ignorant they're part of those people over there they're the enemy that's some weak ass shit I don't know dog like maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping but that's weak as fuck like how are you supposed to grow as a person how are we supposed to grow as a society as a people if we can't just have a simple open debate if you as a fucking grown ass 
man or woman can't sit and just listen to somebody that disagrees with you. Like your ego, your worldview is that fragile, is that fucking weak that you can't just listen to somebody that disagrees? You're not even interested in another way of thinking or seeing things. You just, you know it all. You got it all figured out up here. I don't know, bro. It just seems like it's more and more common these days. And it's sad, bro. And getting back to what I said in the beginning, this woman was a doctor. A fucking doctor. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, so her her uh, opinion or point of view is very credible. She's a doctor. She works in the medical industry. She knows more than you about vaccines and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Probably. But that same doctor gets her news information from Twitter. And that's another thing that's interesting to me, man, is like how sometimes we I think I can't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's a logical fallacy or a cognitive bias. Don't quote me on this. I can't remember. But when we appeal to authority, just because this person works in this industry, that means that they know exactly what they're talking about. We have to believe everything that they say. You know what I mean? Kind of like when your mom or your dad says I'm right just because I'm the adult, you're the kid. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That type of thing. And going back to what I said, just because somebody went to university, just because somebody has a title of doctor or this or that, doesn't mean that they're like immune from criticism or questioning or debate. Human beings. We're wrong all the time. We get taught incorrect or invalid information all the time. And just because you're book smart and you get good grades in school doesn't mean you're intelligent. Doesn't mean that you know how to think critically Have a debate You know what I mean? Doesn't mean that you're not politically radical All the more reason for us to have Like a healthy open debate To see what is it that you really think And why do you think that way That's the whole point Not to see who's right or wrong But just to question things When did that become like not okay to do? When did people start getting offended just because just because somebody asked them a question? Somebody asked them to explain themselves. How could how dare you ask me to explain myself? How dare you? You don't watch the news. I don't know, bro. That's some weak ass shit, if you ask me. That's weak as fuck. So I, I sincerely hope that, um, and if you're still listening to this after 20 minutes, it's getting kind of long. If you're still listening, first of all, thank you for your time and your attention. But second of all, if you can relate to this woman and not to me, just stop for a second and consider this. Maybe the things that you were taught or the things that you heard online, the things that you believe, maybe, maybe. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe you're just misinformed. Like there's a, that's a possibility, and it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like it's just we. It's so like, and I've been in many situations like that before. So it's nothing new. But just yesterday, I just kind of stopped when she hung up on me. I just sat there for a second. I was just like, what the, what the fuck? 
like grown ass men and women. I think she was like 28 years old. A grown woman can't sit down and just have like a respectful conversation with somebody that has a difference of opinion. Just automatically shut down, automatically fuck you, canceled, blocked, over. That's weak as fuck, bro. That's weak as fuck. And we need to be stronger as people, for real. I mean, we can't have just conversation. We can't have disagreements. We only want to hear and talk to and consider and respect people that agree with us and that think like us. It's a recipe for disaster, bro, really. Really. And if you can't see that, I don't know what else I could say to you, you know? And I'm not trying to come from a position of like superiority or arrogance. Like, I got all the answers. I'm right. I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm really asking questions. I'm just telling you how I think. And I'm just asking questions. Like, why is it not okay to have debate? I know why, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But you, I think you get my point. Is when did that not become okay? How did this become so normal? Just immediately uh, condemn, block, cancel, ignore, insult anybody who has a difference of opinion. I don't know. Just something to think about. This episode is getting too long already, so I think I'm going to end it here. Again, if you want to watch the episode... Um, if you're listening to this right now, you probably won't go back to YouTube and watch it. But from now on, I think I'm going to start experimenting, just recording a video version of uh, the podcast for anybody who wants to watch it online. I might not be able to do it for every episode because um, sometimes it's just I got to record it in my car because it's too loud in here. I don't live alone. But um, anyway, I think I might try that from now on. See how it goes. But that's it for this episode, man. Hopefully you have something new to consider. Uh, and if you have any thoughts or if you can relate to that experience or anything like that, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. Start a conversation, man, at English with Kaizen. I try to respond to all comments and messages. So if you really got something to say or you want to start a conversation, feel free to hit me up, man. We'll talk about it. But that's it for now. So I'm going to highlight y'all in the next one. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.